cold out. We'll put it away then. No, I mean out here, outside. It's very cold. Where are we here anyway? Well, that's a very good question. Some say we're born to love, others say we're born to die. Me? I'm just the lawnmower. No, 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 no. I mean, why are we here, here? What do you mean? Well, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I don't like football. You don't like football. This is a football match. An FA Cup final, no less. Is that important? No idea. But everyone seems very excited about it. Look, there's a bloke up there hanging from a scarf. He's so excited. Not sure he's excited. I think he's just hanging. He's wearing a different colour top to everyone else on that stand. The colours mean something, though. I think it denotes your tribe or something. A bit like Game of Thrones kind of thing. Well, good job we're wearing the same colours as everyone around us then. Yes, it is. So here we are at an SA Cup final. But why are we here? It's FA. <laughs> it certainly is that. No, it's FA Cup final, not SA. Anyway, I thought you'd arranged it. Why would I do that? I wouldn't even know how. I thought you'd talk to Big Jim about that 50 owed in, and he said we had to be here to do him a favour. Yeah, I'm not sure we're fulfilling our side of the contract. We should have just paid him the monkey. Is it a monkey? I thought it was a donkey. I think you're thinking of a pony. Oh, well I know it was some sort of equus. Wow, we've got really good view of the action here. I suppose. Look, we're here now, so we might as well make the most of it. I suppose. But this is boring. I can't tell what's going on. Well, as far as I can tell, our side is doing really well at keeping control. Their ball control... <laughs> their ball control is pretty good. And they're staying in the opposing team's half. So there's a good chance we could win. There's some interesting dribbling going on. Dribbling, eh? They always said it was a game for children. Shh, don't let the other players hear you say that. You know they're just an overgrown bunch of children who never grow up. They can't hear a thing I say through their product placement hairstyles. There's so many chemicals on their heads, this pitch should be considered a toxic spill site. It's true. The grass is so slippery from here, Joe, that they keep going all over... T Look over there! There goes another one! Oi! No good shouting for the ref! He's not your mum, you know! Actually, I think it is his mum. Yeah, whatever. Pfft. And how long does this drivel go on for? Oh, he could be writhing on the floor for minutes. Depends on when he can catch the ref's eye. You wouldn't believe how fast he recovers after that. No, I mean, the game. How long does that go on for? Uh, 90 minutes, give or take. Ugh, God. How long have we been here so far? Three minutes. Can we do something else? No, we're here now. Might as well stay until the end. It's not fair. Just because you don't like football, young man, there's no reason to spoil it for everybody else. Fine. Oh, look out! Some action at last! Yes, there he goes. He's broken free. But they're trying to catch him. Yep, oops, there he goes. What? Oh, to the left, to the right, to the left again. Yes, they got him! They got him! Wow! That was exciting. You don't see many streakers these days. That Bobby had a big helmet. I'm sorry? A big helmet. He did a good job covering that guy's uh, thing. Not sure I'd want my helmet back if it was me. Yeah, I see your point. Sorry, it's new outfit. Keeps riding up. Uh, never mind. Back to the boring game. Okay, okay, so this match is a bit boring. But we can't just leave yet, we promised. Well, what about a quick Genesis discussion until the ball comes back this way? Oh, Genesis again. If we must. Whereabouts did we get to? Spot the Pigeon! What? Where? Huh? You're not afraid of pigeons? N no, I mean the EP, Spot the Pigeon. It only has three tracks. Oh, okay then. Well, that shouldn't take long. Spot the Pigeon EP. May 1977. Mmm. Three tracks? 
thankfully. Recorded during the Wind and Wuthering sessions. Yep. And released as a separate EP. As we mentioned in the Wind and Wuthering episode, um, they initially thought we might include this in with the album, um, but they decided against it. Yeah. So, like you say, released in the UK, it was on 20th of May, 1977. Yeah, but not released in the US. No, nope, it, was, it re- was released in Canada. It, it was, it was available in Canada. It was easily available in the US because import stockists could get hold of it. Mm. Um, it got to number 14 in the UK charts. Wow. If you can believe it. No. So it was released in Canada, but not the US. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, the USA aren't missing anything by not having this released. God, no, no. I mean, if this was one of those albums where you thought... <gasps> There's a Mysterious Genesis album. Mm-hmm. I haven't got it in my collection. I must get it. Yeah. You're going to be severely unimpressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you know, I'm a Genesis fan of long standing. You know, I have heard that. Yeah. Um, and I've hardly listened to this until recently when we've been listening to it to review. I don't want to really say what I think about it at the moment. <laughs> no, no. It's it's this album they released, as you said. They've they've. These were some of the tracks that they wrote while they were doing Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And in the modern world, a lot of bands release extended versions of their albums, yeah. which includes tracks yes. that they also wrote at the time but thought weren't good enough to put on the album. Mm. But now they've gone and done it anyway. Yeah. But this is a prime example of why you shouldn't do because they don't always add to the value of the commodity. Yes. I mean, it's that quote from Jurassic Park, isn't it? It's like they spent so long thinking about whether they could do something, they never considered about whether they should do something. And in this case, they shouldn't have done something. Yeah. I think we're giving away our real, true feelings on this. The funny thing is, though, Steve Hackett really likes these tracks. Well, he still thinks that some of these should have been on Wind and Mother. He, that's not quite true. He really likes Inside and Out. He's not so keen on the others. But bear in mind, this was the very, very last thing they released with Steve Hackett on guitar. From the studio, anyway, because they're at least seconds out. Yeah, because he was involved in some of the mixing of Second World. Yes, he left halfway through mixing that. But yeah, this is the last studio release with Steve Hackett, and wow, you know, we got a thing to go out on. So the last thing you heard from Ant Phillips was the knife, and the last thing you hear from Steve Hackett, if you're listening in order, is Inside and Out. There's a bit of a difference there, isn't there? There is. Um, Again, we're giving away. (sighs) There's no way around this, is there? No. Neither of us like this album. No, this is just. This is terrible. I mean, when you when you talk about this album, you can't... Or when you listen to this album, you're listening to this album, and the first thing that comes through your head is, Genesis have passed this point by now. Mm. You know, they've progressed way beyond this set of lyrics and this musical style. Mm. They're, they're way better than this. Why have they released this? Because yeah. you can understand why these were cut. Yes, definitely. Because none of them, even In and Out, which, which a lot of people mm-hmm. think is a good track, yeah. I don't. Mainly because Tony Orlando had already done Tie a Yellow Ribbon, which pretty much did all that said, no more prison tracks after this, because that nailed it. Mm. And yet Genesis felt they needed to do a prison track. Well, we'll get into that in a bit, because I think it's a little bit more complicated than just being a prison track. It is, but but this is the one track Mm. that everybody thinks was still worthwhile. Mm. And Steve, Steve, well, not on his last tour that we saw, but tours before that, Steve plays Inside and Out live as part of his set. And Why? Because he, he likes the track, he thinks it's a great track, and he, he thinks it should have been on the album, as do many other Genesis fans. Well, we'll, we'll get into the individual yeah. tracks in a bit. Yeah. But you've got three three tracks on this, as we've said, mm-hmm. none of which are, are vastly appealing. Yeah. Um, and you just wonder why they've released this. Was, was, there, was there some pressure from Hackett to release this material? I, I honestly don't know. I, they had these tracks left over. I guess they spent the time to record them and wanted to get some return on their investment, I suppose. I, mean, I know, but really? But it, it kind of paid off for them because it was their second top 20 single. And you can't. Number 14 on the charts, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. At that time, yeah. 
the charts were a big thing. Yeah. There was a lot of money involved. And number 14 was a pretty good mm. place. It was. So this is their first real hit single with Phil Collins as vocalist. Yeah. Um, Surprising. Which was the single? Or are we talking the whole EP as The whole EP was right. a single. Okay. Got to number 14. Oh. Um, I mean, I think the lead track was probably Match of the Day. Jesus. Sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes, you did. You sure did. But yeah, so, yeah, just three extra tracks. Not much else to say about them, really. Well, should we no. just go straight into straight listening to into the, the tracks? Yeah. So, first track then is Match of the Day. There's the reds and there's the greens, super slicks and has beans, and they're accompanied by three men dressed in black. One's a whistle. Belies the tediousness of the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, Phil wrote those lyrics, um, but he doesn't like them, he finds them very embarrassing. But I'm guessing he does like Match of the Day. Oh, well, I suppose so, yeah. I mean, it, that song was an attempt to sound a bit more like the popular music that was in the charts at the time, um, and it kind of succeeds in that respect because it does sound a bit more poppy than anything we've done before. The music does. To be honest, the music sounds like what they're later going to do. Mm. In, in its tempo. Yeah, I mean, I think that introduction sounds like it could be a sport theme. You know, you could imagine that introducing Match of the Day or football show. People were trying to get that gig. Oh, maybe they were. If you think about it, that, <laughs> when you listen to the lyrics, it's just explaining football. It's yeah. not like a story about a football player who becomes a star or somebody falling which is, over. Which would be more... The, the theme for a song yeah I mean it's not making any social commentary or anything it's literally just saying this is what football is you've got these people and these people and then you've got these people and then you've got this and then this happens yeah. that's it it's literally just explaining football so to be honest that's more than I know about football yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I didn't enjoy this track enough to take notes no. and figure out how football works <laughs> no, I didn't like this track it was boring you should, perhaps you should have listened to it before we came to this match. Oh, very probably, very mm. probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this this track actually gets really heavy plays on Radio 2. Um, really? Over the, over the World Cup recently, this was on the Radio 2. Ken Bruce playing it before Popmaster almost every day. Christ. And he's played it since as well. I mean, there's no football going on at the moment. So, yeah, this Phil Collins wrote lyrics, doesn't like him. And... I find it quite a jaunty little number. It's a jaunty little number, but even Phil Collins isn't it? Well, exactly. I think I would rather have had this song on the Mother than all of them. 
Mouse, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I don't really like, as you know. I know you. I don't do. really like All in the Mouse's Night. But I don't Night. like this one even vaguely. At least, at least All in the Mouse's Night is more in style with that album, hmm. musically. Yes. And lyrically. I suppose this so. This isn't in style with anything. Hmm. I think it would have stuck out like a sore thumb. I don't know, I think musically, if you imagine this on the, f- the first track on the second side, I think that would have worked quite well as a little intro. Maybe not with these lyrics, but the music. I, I, the music I enjoy, the lyrics I don't care much for. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. The, the music's jaunty enough, inoffensive, but not Genesis hmm. at this time. Genesis yes. has a much bigger sound than this track has. Yes, but like I say, this was this was like their attempt to imitate what the Shawadi Wadi or Mud or whoever was was popular at the time. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, so you had the electronic Star Wars no. theme in the charts. Star Wars aren't a pop band. <laughs> no, no, no. But they had they had an electronic Star Wars disco version in the charts at this point. Mm, yeah, maybe at this point though, because this was like maybe around Christmas. My no, it would have been no, May. May, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so it wouldn't have been. But they, they'd have been trying to take Badfinger or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you consider the rest of the, the charts at the time, mm. bit of rock in there. Yeah. Um, bands, as you say, like Shorty Spotty, Mud, yeah. Bets. Yeah. Um, he You Should Not Be Named. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm with you now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still don't think he would have sat in the charts easily. No, but he did. It clearly did. He got to number 14. So, yeah, there you go. But yeah, not, so. not my favourite track, not one I've put on the compilation, and certainly not one I'm, I'm eager to listen to ever again. No, definitely not. I've been listening to this for this podcast uh, most mornings going to work, and it's you've got it stuck so, in your head now. Yeah, it somehow made the journey to work more tedious. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually glad to get to work because yeah. I've got to listen to this. Turn it off. Yeah, pretty much. Not a fan of football, not a fan of this song. No, so it's a double negative for me. Okay. Does that make it positive? Yeah, it does. So it's a good song, man. You like? You think it's a good song? Yeah, I love this song. Oh, great. Best yeah. song, best song best ever. Song ever. <laughs> awesome. Let's go to the next song then. Let's, which is... Pigeons. Somebody please tell me. Um, I'm, I'm going to be brutal about this. I please. think I think this is the worst thing they ever, ever released. I'll be more brutal. I think this is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this is just awful in every respect. I know that they were saying that the plinky, plinky, plinky tune <laughs> yeah, was, was kind of um, taking the mickey out of old-time musical acts. It was supposed to be an homage to yeah. George, George Formby. Who needed one? Who did. George Formby's great. 
Yeah, but this isn't. Yeah, no, this is not. I mean, it's a banjolele, that ding 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 Yeah. And, oh, it's amazing how quickly a banjolele can get on your nerves. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, and musically, this is just really one note, dull, dull. All the way through. All the way through. Terrible lyrics. It's like, it's all about pigeons. Because they're everybody's favourite subject. Because <laughs> they're everywhere. Well, they're not, actually. <laughs> they're everywhere. That's what he says in the song. They're everywhere. I know he does. Again and again. This is just awful in every respect. Yeah. I don't. I can't even imagine uh, the reasoning. Why did they even bother to release this track but this at was, all? This was going to be a track on Wind and Mothering, yeah. potentially. Yeah, exactly. What were they thinking? Well, it definitely wouldn't fit on Wind and Mothering. Because it wouldn't fit on anything. No. It's just terrible. And it's more surprising they even released this. Because if, if, if you recorded this yourself, mm-hmm. and then you're in the in your garage or whatever, and you're listening back to it, and you think, oh, that's a great track on Wind and Mother. That's a great track. Then you get to Pigeons, and you get, you were? Yeah. Was I drunk when I did this? Yeah. I mean, is it supposed to be a comedy song, do you think? Do you think that's, that's the, the Maybe, point of it? Maybe, but it doesn't work. It's not very funny. There's nothing funny in it. Yeah. As with Match of the Day, explaining football this just seems to be explaining pigeons yeah that's not something yeah. that i need happening no i know what pigeons are thanks yeah, yeah. i know what pigeon poo is yeah, yeah. close proximity speaking of which this yeah. is the fourth ever track by genesis feature swear what's the swear can you say it it's the, the sh word shawaddy waddy yeah shawaddy waddy oh. you put 50 tons of shawaddy waddy on the foreign office roof yeah yeah, but that's probably the most interesting thing about this. It sits in such great company as Battle of Epping Forest, Yay. Back in New York City, and Robbery Assault and Battery for having a swear in it. Gosh. If you were making a compilation of Genesis songs of swears in, You'd still miss this, this would still have to be on there, though, because it's got a swear in it. Yeah. That would be a crime. Yeah, it would. I mean, this gave the EP its name, Spot the Pigeon, because the cover of the EP is obviously the Which was Spot kind the of ball. funny. Yeah, it was quite good. I mean, you must be, oh, Spot the Pigeon, and that's Match of the Day, and this is Pigeons, but it's really good. <laughs> and then you listen to that and you just go, oh, <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. Why is the overriding yeah. question that comes into your mind when, this, when you hear this? Because it's, yeah. it's not Genesee at all. No. Genesis. Genesis. No. It, it's not musically then. No. Lyrically, it's not then. So, this is the worst thing that I think they've released. Would you, would you rather listen to Pigeons or listen to one of those archive Supper's Ready. Michael Jackson demo tracks? If I've got a gun to your, your dog's head... <laughs> You're mean. I'm going to take your dog out. He does you, this all the time. You, <laughs> he's always got a gun to my dog's head. Always a would you or would you rather... <laughs> would you like semi <laughs> or skimmed milk? <laughs> Gun at dog's head. <laughs> <laughs> this is no way to have a friendship. <laughs> um, no, uh, to, to be honest, the, uh, uh, oh, that's a tough question because mm. they're they're all teeth grinders. Yeah. Um, uh, this one, you just it's it's it, you do find yourself going, "Where's the forward button?" Because it's just boring as hell. It is. It doesn't go anywhere. I mean, I suppose the one good thing about it is, oh, you found something. It ends. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There isn't anything else good about it. With you all the way, then. Uh, nobody would have complained if Sam Beckett quantum leaps back in time to Tony Banks or something, and then Tony Banks accidentally deletes this track after they finish recording it. I think that would probably be a good episode of Quantum Leap. I think it would be an award winner. Mm, it would. Yeah. This, is just, this is just awful. This, I've got nothing good to say about this track. I hate it. I hate everything about it. And... I don't say that lightly about Genesis. Okay, now stop beating about the bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. Yeah. I hate it completely. 
Yeah. Um, it's just it's just an embarrassment. Yeah. And it's it's a, as I said earlier, it's a prime example of why you should not just release anything because you have extra tracks to fill. Any old All crap. these bands out there at the moment that are releasing these these things, mm-hmm. who wants to listen to a worse version of your favourite track? Well, exactly. I mean, this is the worst version of yeah, somebody's not favourite tracks. This is the best version tracks. of that yeah. that they yeah. could come up with. Yeah. And if that's as good as they could get it. Then that should have been a hint. Like I say, I don't see why they released this track at all. I don't think it's got any demon features to it. Me neither. Phil, Phil doesn't sing it particularly well. No. The music's not very good. The when lyrics, you say not very good, you mean it poorly. Yeah. The lyrics aren't very good. It just it takes up whatever it is, three minutes of time, and that's it. So, Pop Pickers, that's a no! <laughs> yeah. So, mm. it's a hit! <laughs> Yeah, that's usually how it works. Well, technically it is. It got to number 14 as part of his EP. That's bad. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I think we should move on quickly. I think we should before um, I start crying. Yeah. Two. Inside and out. This one is a big, big Genesis fan favourite. Why? I don't know, because I think it's a little bit dull. I think it's very dull. Mm. Onto the football thing, yeah? Yeah. It's pretty much a game of two halves. Yeah. You've got this really slow intro bit about the guy who's gone to prison, mm-hmm. potentially for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Whatever. We don't, we're not entirely yeah. sure. Um, and then it ends with this big musical number. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. You've got the song, and then you've got that instrumental. The thing is, the instrumental is jammed on the end. Mm. Has nothing to do with the song. Nope. But I mean, some of the people that are, when I say some of the people, I mean Steve Hackett. Mm-hmm. One of the things he likes about this is the fact that they've got this big musical at yeah. the end. But it's simply just tacked on. Yeah. It doesn't go with the story. No. I mean, the only way they could have done that is if they'd had the instrumental bit as it is, but then at the end gone back to the song. Song. Yeah. And so it doesn't. It just it is literally two different tracks. It's inside and out the, the song with the lyrics and then it's that instrumental because they don't sound in fact I think the instrumental bit sounds more like it could have been tapped on the end of match of the day and yeah, it would have worked better it could have worked anyway mm. having said that I like the instrumental bit at the end I love that bit it's a nice bit mm. so this song it's a ballad it, it's slow it's telling a story mm. I don't want to hear the story mm. it's not a great story it's a, I think it's a bit of a weird not a weird story it's, I'm a bit concerned about the story because it smacks to me a little bit of victim shaming. Well, I'm not sure. I was listening to it and I mm. thought he, I, it sounded to me like he'd taken the fall for somebody mm. else. I don't know. It's, a bit, it's confusing. Right, so it's clearly about somebody who went to prison for possibly sexual assault. 
or possibly even as serious as rape. Did you get that from this? Yeah, but the song seems... Do you want to talk about something? (laughs) I didn't get that at all. Because the song seems to be implying that the victim made it up and he went to prison because she made it up. Yeah, I mean, one of the lyrics says something like, um, uh, he, he drove us straight there. In the doorway, she said, put your hand there. Oh, I was too bored at this point mm. to actually take in any of the words. Yeah, so it's about a guy who goes to prison, but the implication is that the person who sent him to prison was lying. Or was she lying? Did it actually happen? That's, that's what it seems to be. It's like it presents both sides of the story. Yeah. Well, it just presents them, not as fact, it just presents both. But, it's, but rape isn't a great subject for a song. No. No, it's not at all. Well, even when it's a, well, you know, he was innocent. It's still one of those, it's a very dodgy area. Mm. I mean, you shouldn't be making songs about this purely because it's subjective in some cases as to, you know, different points of view. Mm. It's a a legal minefield. And even when it's straight cut as to what actually happened, it's upsetting for everybody involved. This is not a song. No, I mean, if you don't want to write something about a guy going to prison for something that he may have been innocent. Burglary. There are many other subjects you could have chosen, rather yeah. than this one. Grievous bodily assault. <laughs> yeah. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> Something light. Yeah. But no, this, the lyrics of this leave me a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But not in a, in a, in a sort not of a... Not in a squirmy way. Not, no, not in an uncomfortable way that's like making me uncomfortable because I'm appreciating that this sort of thing happens, I, I, this is wrong and society's wrong and I need to do something. It leaves me uncomfortable in a sort of way of... A, of a, this is victim shaming. This is what it comes across as to me. Yeah. Mm. Not a great subject for a song. No. Again, we're on weird turf for Genesis. Mm. All the songs in this album have not been Genesis themed. No. They haven't been Genesis music. This seems like they were trying to do something completely different on this album. Yeah. But they weren't because it was it was tracks they were contemplating and putting in the mother. Yeah. And none of these would have worked on that album. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason these out these tracks exist is because they recorded them. With the intention of putting them on Wyndham Wuthering. Well, I'm for and one, I'm they glad did. they did. Yeah. Because I mean, Wyndham Wuthering is a great album, as we've is. said. And these would have really dragged that yeah. album down. This song, sorry, Genesis fans, I know you're disagreeing with this. As you're shouting at your speakers, or maybe on the bus, listening on the headphones, shouting like some sort of loony, I don't think this track should have been included on Wyndham Wuthering. There, just, I said it. Just to put the record straight, I don't think you're a loony. I like you. Simon <laughs> hates you all. Don't. I love you. But I don't think this should have been on Window Wuthering. I don't think this is a strong enough track. I don't think lyrically it doesn't fit with the album. Musically it doesn't fit with the album. And it just doesn't work as a track. No. But that's the same with all of these tracks. Mm. They're all terrible. They should never have been released. I know this, you said it got to number 14. Mm. Hurrah. But if you're looking back at your... If you're Phil Collins or the rest of the band, whoever they are, mm. and you're sort of looking back at your past catalogue of great albums, mm. this is going to stick out like a sore thumb. You're yeah. going to be embarrassed as hell. Yeah. I would be. Well, Phil Collins is embarrassed. He certainly, is. certainly by match of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> none of these tracks are warrant being released yeah. at all. No, in my I opinion, so. anyway. I mean, this this track, they played this live on the Window Within Tour. It replaced Your Own Special Way partway through the tour after the EP was released. <laughs> would you have enjoyed that? I mean... No. Maybe the instrumental bit would have looked really good them all playing it together on stage, but... The instrumental bit, as I said, I've got no problem with. Yeah. It's, a nice, it's a nice enough piece. Yeah. It just tacked onto a really terrible song, and it doesn't fit that song. Yeah. It's not like, you know, sometimes you'll get a uh, musical piece 
mm. and it denotes movement within the song. Yeah. This doesn't. If you think about it, this opening section, let's let's call that the song. Let's call it the boring bit. Let's call that the song and let's call the instrumental bit the instrumental bit. Yeah? So the song, it's almost like trying to recreate Ripple's sort of sound or entangled sort of sound with the acoustic, slower yeah. acoustic number. Okay. Um, you know, Phil Collins gives great performance on Ripples, great performance on Entangled. He sings this well, but lyrically it's just not no. great. It's nowhere near as good as Ripples, for example. But even then, the band are moving away from that sort of sound. I think Wind and Wuthering was a lot heavier than Trick of the Tail. This is just going back to that sort of slower acoustic thing. Just that musically, it doesn't fit the band at this point, as you've just said. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why they were writing songs like this yeah. at this point. Um, They've moved past that point. I mean, this is the only track that's got Steve Hackett writing credit on this EP. Mm. The other two tracks are all Banks, Collins, Rutherford. This is Banks, Collins, Rutherford, Hackett. So that's why he's got a lot of affection for it. It was the last thing he got released. But even the guitar solo in that instrumental passage doesn't really sound like Steve Hackett to me. It sounds more like something that Steve Howe would have recorded in Yes than Steve Hackett. So even that doesn't kind of no. blend itself to being a Genesis-y no, sound. No, I know what you're saying. I don't think there's any way of making this any nicer. I don't think we can dress this up anymore. Let's be honest with, with our listeners, our, our loyal followers. We don't like this EP. Yeah, you can put a dress on that cow, but it's not going to win a beauty contest. Yeah. It's just not very good. No. Uh, I think it's three very weak tracks. Very weak tracks, and it seems like they last a week. Mm -hmm. Inside and Out is extra long for no good reason. No. Um, so the musical track is just tacked on the yeah. end. It's nothing to do with the song. This is inessential, Genesis. You don't need to listen to this. If In fact, I would say you shouldn't listen to this. If they'd have given this away with Wind and Wuthering, that probably would have been better because... It would never have come out the sleeve again. Exactly. It would be one of those things that's in the back of the record sleeve and you, it sometimes comes out accidentally mm -hmm. and you push it back in again. You'd probably listen to it once and go, that was a bit rubbish, not surprised you gave that away for free. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, people pay good money for this. People probably hunted this down. Yeah, I did. I've got, I've got this on 7-inch vinyl. How disappointed were you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got it on vinyl? Yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, for this... those younger listeners, vinyl, we've done that. <laughs> yeah, really. I guess we should wrap this up. We'll carry on with the watching the match. So anyway, that was the album. And before we get back to the football game, we've had some people writing to us. We have. Yeah, I'd just like to thank everybody who's uh, emailed us. It's been very nice of you. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had some very nice comments. Um, one really horrible one, but I'm not listening to my mother anymore. Um, but we've had some really good uh, responses. We have. Thanks to everybody who's sent us uh, feedback. If you've got feedback you want to send us, whether you agree with us or not, you can send it to us at our email address, which is revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com. Can yeah. they listen to us anywhere else? They can listen to us. You can listen to us via the website, which is probably where you're listening to us now. We're on just about any other podcasting apps that you might like to download. I would like to specifically direct you, though, to an app called Radio Public, because if you listen to us through Radio Public, we actually get a little bit of money as a fee. Um, not very much. We're not in for this for the money. We're not in it for the money. It's a good job, really. It is a good job. Yeah, we're not in it for the money because you know we, we do we do it for the love. Although if McDonald's wants sponsors for mm. ten million pounds, we, we will take that money. Yeah, we'll take it. Fifty quid. Yeah, a fiver. But if you listen to us through Radio Public, I have a pint. I have a pint. Yeah. Well, if you listen to us through Radio Public, we get a little bit, um, and that will obviously go towards the costs of paying for the website and buying recording equipment and things like that. But that's not what we're in it for. So we don't need to. Uh, no, but we would like to hear from you. Um, yes. You know, we're, we're always open to suggestions. Mm -hmm. uh, we would like to know what you think about us, whether, you, whether you're actually listening to us, whether you find us dull, mm -hmm. whether you've just sort of listened to us by accident and you've never planned to do it again. Mm -hmm. 
we sort of we're doing this off the bat yes um, and we'd like to know what we get right and what we get wrong mm-hmm. so if anybody out there wants to send us an email and say hey I like you guys or hey you guys stink or yeah. hey why don't you guys just go and die or hey no I'm talking about, about my mother yeah, again I thought, aren't I I thought you were going to read that email from you mum yeah I know so um, if any guys want to just you know just let us know how we're doing mm-hmm. uh, we'd really like to know yep. just to know what, what we are getting right or what we are getting wrong mm-hmm. and that is revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com and we hope to hear from someone yes right then back to the football match yeah better concentrate on this haven't we Wrong band. Oh, looks like our side's losing control of the ball. What's the score? It's nil-nil. <laughs> Whatever that means. It means nobody's bothered to score yet. Oh, right. Oh, that's about to change, though. Looks like the ball's headed this way. What? 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 Where? What ball? You know I've got a fear of balls. There, look. Everyone's running towards us. Oh, yes, so they are. Oh, that was a good kick. The ball's headed straight for the goal. Back of the net. Um... Hang on a moment. Um, shouldn't you have stopped that? Um, I mean, you're the goalie. Aren't you supposed to stop them scoring? Um, I think you just lost us the match. When you were distracting me. Anyway, you were supposed to be defending, not hanging around here blathering on. Uh, oh dear. The rest of the team don't look too pleased, do they? Big Jim's not going to be pleased either. This wasn't the outcome we wanted to settle the debt. Were we supposed to win then? Yeah, but you made us lose. I made us lose? So we lost. We haven't won the FA Cup. And that means we haven't won the triple? Whatever that means. I think it's some kind of drink. I was looking forward to the drink. I think that big player over there is shouting at you, by the way. What? Oh yeah? You think so? You come here and say that. Don't antagonise them. They're looking quite aggressive for a bunch of overly manicured thugs in tight shorts. Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Will you stop antagonising them? Yeah, well, let's settle it then. We'll knock your block off. Yeah? Yeah? In the ring, mate. We'll take you down, you muppet. Um, Simon? What did you just do? Well, I think I just challenged him to a boxing match. But, but that's Big Jim's main guy. You won't last five minutes against him and grind you into any bitty pieces and spit you out. <laughs> You're doomed. I know. That's why you challenged him. I what? You can take him. I've seen you fight martial artists and win and street thugs and things. That was Tekken on the PlayStation. And that time you took down that spy ring? That was Splinter Cell. 
I have faith in you. You must have picked up something from that game. Yeah, like that you need three lives. I can't fight him, he'll kill me. Probably shouldn't have challenged him then. I... Uh, but... I... Oh, God, I hate you. Come on, I'll buy you a pint. Have you got any money? Of course. Can you borrow me a tenner? I just knew you were going to say that. We don't need to listen to any of that, do we? Yeah. Oh, Christ.